0: Hello, everyone. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Um, My name is Emily. I'm one of the Chatterbug tutors and streamers for English. Um, So good to have you here today. Sorry, I pushed the time a bit later. Um, I had to go to a physio appointment for my shoulder. Um, It's been very sore for the last week or so but I think hopefully it'll be getting better. Um, So yeah, great to have you here today. Come say hello in the chat. Let me know where you're from and how you are doing today. Uh, Currently I am streaming to you from Medellin, Colombia. Um, And right now uh, I have a camper van which is getting serviced. So I'm in sort of like a waiting room here, (laughs) getting that done. So hopefully the connection will be good and we can get going. Okay, so today we are gonna talk about the gig economy. Um, Maybe you've heard this term, maybe not. Um, This is all about new technology that's allowing us to have online connection, uh, workplace mobility, and more and more freelance workers um, coming in to the economy. And so some examples of these apps would be like in the picture we see there, Uber Eats, Airbnb, um, Fiverr, different things like this. Um, And, you know, as we get better online connections, uh, I think it's just going to increase. So if you yourself have ever booked um, a getaway on Airbnb or you've ordered an Uber with your phone um, or you've worked with a freelancer on Fiverr, then you also are part of the gig economy. Um, Cool, so let's see who we have here. Davron from Uzbekistan, Veronica from Mexico, Maya. Yeah, it could be on the phone too much. It's true like this. I think um, it started hurting after I was doing some kite surfing. So it didn't hurt at the time, but a couple days later, I must have pulled a muscle or something. Um, I'm not sure. (laughs) Okay, also Mexico. Iran, Saudi Arabia, Honduras, Iran. Nice mix of people here today. Um, Cool. So, this word here, a gig, uh, it's kind of borrowed from the music world. Originally, this would be used to talk about performers. So, in the picture, you know, we have like a band here or a singer, and they would look to book gigs. Um, So this would be a single or short-term engagement at a venue. And as this kind of world of short-term work is increasing, we've borrowed that term to use it to talk about, um, yeah, these short-term jobs in the gig economy. There is another term that you might have heard called the sharing economy. Um, They're very much interlinked. So anytime you think about um sharing resources between people so whether that's rooms um, or flats apartments as they're called in north america cars electricity or time these are all ideas about trying to make the most of the resources we have by sharing them um so before the internet you know this wasn't wasn't so easy to find other people to share with um, to go borrow their car for a day or to go and um, rent their room for a week. But now it's becoming more and more a part of our everyday life. Okay. And of course, I think, you know, maybe you don't find these kind of services everywhere. If you live somewhere that's quite rural, um, there might not be many options around, but I think, in cities around the world now. Um, All of these different platforms are becoming very popular. Okay, so the people who are the workers themselves, gig workers could be like this guy in the photo who is um, doing food delivery. So there's all different uh, apps around the world. There's like Uber Eats or Yappy is one that's in Colombia where I am now which is very similar. I think there's like Just Eat, um, Pedidos, ya in some places. There's all these different uh, food delivery apps. And so the workers there would be on temporary contracts. Um, they're independent workers, so they're not considered full-time employees. Um, Okay, perfect. Sorry, I got a question here from Maya. What does incentive mean? So an incentive means that you are given something. Um, So for instance, um, it could be an incentive to book with someone if you got a discount. So it's something like kind of gives you a reason or it gives you something extra. All right, so let's look at some of the global stats in our next slide, and then I'll ask you guys about your thoughts. If this one's not going, oops, there we go. Um, So all this different gig work, about 45% of people now are finding new customers using different platforms. So that could be things like TaskRabbit or um, other online websites. Uh, 45% of freelancers, so people who are working without an employer, are providing consulting services. Um, by 2023, gig workers are expected to take up 88% of manufacturing jobs, um, 94% of support services and corporate staff, and professional services firms, so things like for accounting firms or big consulting corporates, think that they're going to have flexible workers, for about 72% of projects. But worldwide as it stands, about 58% of these gig workers are related to transport. So whether that's food delivery or Ubers, um, other types of delivery, that's the biggest part of this gig economy. So what do you think? Is the gig economy a good thing? Let me know. Okay, sorry, I was just going to close the door there because I think maybe it's a bit loud. Um, So what do you think? Is it a good thing? Is it good for workers? Is it only good for employers? Is it good for both? Or is it not good for both? What do you think? And let me know in the chat why you think that. Or if you think something all together different, let me know. Okay, so most people saying overall, yes, it is a positive thing. Okay, and hello, Baron from Canada. That's where I'm from. Okay, Hakim says, I thought gigs is a new term referred to those who are obsessed with computers. I haven't heard that one yet. So maybe it is a very new term or maybe it's not one that I've come across. Um, But yeah, a gig is referring to kind of a short-term or flexible job in this sense. But of course, words can have other meanings. New meanings can come about. So maybe maybe that's a new slang term, something to do with like gigabytes or something. I'm not sure. Um, Let me know, Hakeem, where did you hear that? Okay, so everyone's saying... Yes for at least workers and yes for both. So let's go through now some of the pros and cons from the perspective of the employer and of the worker. So here we're gonna talk about employers first. Um, These are all lists. These are all points of things which I think could be considered a pro. I'd like to know which one you think is the most important from the employer perspective. So is it because they're less expensive than FTE, which stands for full-time employee, Um, STE, which stands for short-term employee for short-term projects, Um, around-the-clock service. So maybe by hiring um, people on these short-term contracts, they can cover different parts of the world on different time zones, or even if it's a food delivery or something like Uber, you know, you can find people who are willing to work at different times. Saving on training and education costs. So if you are just hiring a contractor, a temp worker, a gig worker, these are all names for the same thing. um, They're gonna come to you with the training and experience they already need, um, because that's kind of part of the deal, I guess. Um, Or do you think it's the ability to scale quickly? So to talk about to scale quickly means to increase capacity. So for instance, let's say you are a, um, let's say you are a, could even be an accounting firm, but suddenly you have a busy season. There's a couple of months where you need excess capacity by hiring some of these temp workers you're gonna be able to provide more service. Um, I think some other points I didn't mention on this, um, this one is like the diverse pool of flexible workers available. So uh, maybe you'll be able to pull together a team with very different skills and experience quite quickly. Um, yes, yeah, so the kind of that access to a global talent. All right. So most people are saying saving on training and education costs. Yeah. So there's there's some saving on costs there for sure. All right. And let's look to the cons for employers. Um, So when I say legal challenges, something that's happening in many countries right now with uh, companies uh, like like Uber, um, is that the employers aren't, they're getting around kind of paying some benefits to people because they call, they say that they're not full-time employees. Um, they might kind of mishandle or poorly treat these workers as well. So that's something that you might have read about in your own country. Let me know if you have. Is a con that you've just taken, of this person for a short time so they might might always be looking for the next thing Um, they have they are going to be working with you or do you think they could be less reliable workers Um, so if it's someone who's worked for you you know for a couple of years you know what they're good at you know how they perform if you hire someone last minute for a job Okay, a mix of answers here. Um, I think basically, yeah, the point on the legal challenges too is that some companies are just calling... is paying less. So that's where some of the battles are coming. All right, so let's look at the perspective from the workers now. So imagine maybe this is you, maybe you do gig work or have a side hustle. We'll go into that a bit more later, but um, what do you think would be the most important for you? Would it be the flexibility? Um, You know, setting your own hours, work when it's convenient for you, um, greater independence so you don't have someone telling you what to do all the time. You can choose which jobs you want to do. Maybe you can have a variety of jobs. So I think people tend to either prefer to be kind of an expert or a specialist, and so you want to go really deep into a topic, but some people might really enjoy doing a variety of things. So, by kind of taking a couple of different part-time jobs, that's what they're able to achieve. Or is it the pay? So, although you don't get things like um, maybe health insurance covered or um, pension or other other benefits the company could offer, um, you might be able to charge a higher um, amount of of uh, payment from The employers and also if you're registered as a sole trader or as a business, then you're going to be paying corporate tax rather than personal tax so there's some tax benefits there as well for your net take home pay. Okay, so most people are saying flexibility cool yeah I think flexibility absolutely. hmm okay okay and what about cons for workers so again maybe think of yourself in this situation what would you be most worried about is that the fact that you don't have any benefits like those ones I was talking about is it that you now have to do quarterly taxes if you've set yourself up as a sole trader or business you're going to have to report your income Is it keeping track of your personal and business expenses? Um, Is it isolation? So maybe you are um, a really social person, you really enjoy going into an office space, and now that you're maybe freelancing or doing gig work, you're missing those relationships? Or is it more stress? And so maybe a big part of that stress could be financial if this was your primary source of income okay so in the chat yeah Baron Han said we don't have uber in vancouver but it would be so useful yeah so i'm from vancouver and i know the taxi drivers there can um sometimes be very challenging if you want to go like on a journey maybe out of the city center they don't always want to go very expensive so i agree i really like using uber particularly when i'm traveling because sometimes Taxi drivers, if they see that you are foreign, they'll try to charge you a higher rate. Um, also, if you're traveling on your own, um, you can share your location with someone. So it just makes you kind of feel safer and like you're not getting ripped off or someone's trying to charge you more. So I, for me, I definitely like using it. Even if it costs the same or a little bit more than a taxi, I think I would prefer it because it has... Um, the benefit of you know like knowing who this person is, having customer service to contact, all these things make me feel more comfortable. Um, okay, so Maya says quarterly taxes means so um, if you have a company set up because you are a sole um, a sole trader or you are a contractor, it means that you have to report your Um, your income and do quarterly taxes um, rather than when you are a worker the company um, kind of reports income for you and then at the end of the year you do taxes but this could vary by country so I'm not sure how it works in everyone's country but yeah there'll be some more kind of um, financial administration you have to do okay cool and hello even Ivan from Mexico good to have you here So I've mentioned this a bit earlier before, but yeah, it's, people are talking about like what are the rights for workers if they are on these very short-term c- contracts? They're almost disposable, um, and where is that line between employee and worker? This is something that I think countries are trying to figure out now as these platforms become more common. So as I said, it might be something like you know. Six months of full-time work, but might be the longest you could be considered a contractor before you need to be given some sort of extra benefits. Um, so this is something that's being played out. Companies like Uber and Deliveroo are in different battles, but uh, I yeah, I don't think it's something that is going to be figured out anytime too soon. I think a lot of different countries are going to have to decide how they want to treat the workers' rights when it comes to these side gigs. Um, So you might also have heard this word, side hustle. Um, People talk about, you know, having their main, maybe full-time day job or their nine to five, and then they have a side hustle. So maybe they are... um, They are yeah, doing some consulting, maybe they are teaching English online like me right now. (laughs) Um, There's different things you can do, but this is like a side hustle is something you maybe just do for extra income Um, or a side gig. It's something that's not necessarily your main way to make money. Um, So in the picture there, there's one word maybe you've heard of, maybe not, moonlighting. And so this means when you have your main job during the day and you're moonlighting during the night means that you're making income in another way. Um, some companies might not allow this. So I've, I've worked some places where they said you cannot take on um, any other jobs while you're working for us. Even they didn't want you taking on um, big volunteer commitments until you had kind of agreed it to say how much time it was going to take for you. So this is something to consider. Um, it might not be allowed, according to your primary work contract, to have a side gig or side hustle. Um, so Hakim said, I came across a great idea for working from home, which is great for bilingual people. What would that be, Hakim? Is it maybe some sort of translating service? Or what, what is it that you came across? We will talk about what are some different ideas in a bit. So great to hear it. So what about you? Do you have a side gig, a side hustle? Um, is there, you know, you maybe you have your regular job and you do a bit of consulting on the side, or you um, maybe have an apartment that you rent out to get some extra money Or in your house, maybe you have an extra room that you rent out. So there's something that you kind of do on the side um, to get extra income. And if yes, let us know in the chat what it is. Maybe you're a designer, you have a full-time job, but you do some work for private clients in the evenings or weekends. These things could all be considered side gigs or side hustles. All right, someone in the chat says they bake. So do you bake and then you sell the baked goods, maybe at a market um, or online some way? Um, I know some people too who might, they make maybe like fancy birthday cakes and stuff, but it's, yeah, it's a side gig or a side hustle. They have another job, but they will take clients to, uh, yeah, make them some nice cake or something. And so what are some other examples you've heard about? So Hakeem City came across an idea. Um, Maybe you know some other friends or family members who have a side gig or side hustle. What are some other examples? So Abraham says fixing computers. Yeah, excellent. So maybe you are someone working in engineering or technical support, and then so outside of That main job, you can help fix computers to earn some extra money. What are some other examples? Um, Let's see here. Some other things that come to mind for me. um, I mean, there's people who go walk dogs. There's people who are photographers and sell them online, maybe to... um, like what different uh, stock photo websites people blog um, maybe in their blogs, they do affiliate marketing. So they get paid um, when people click on links to go purchase different products or services. Um, having a podcast too, that's kind of similar to blogging, maybe selling t-shirts or other Other products, maybe on Etsy. So that's the platform where people can sell all sorts of creative goods. Mowing lawns. YouTube. uh, Digital products. So people selling courses, um, how-to guides online, selling it for a certain amount of money. Okay. So let's see here. So taking care of children or older people or pets. Yep. So helping to be a caregiver. Absolutely. Doctor working in two places. Yes. So maybe you have your main clinic, but you also have um, a side clinic you work at. Someone's saying they don't know what that means. So this means, um, yeah, what are some examples of things that people might do um, on the side for their from their regular job to make extra money. Okay, Hakim says, so working as an interpreter. um, So you receive calls and then you translate per second. Very cool. Um, So I guess working on your English, maybe that could be something you do as a side gig. (laughs) Um, Irizema says... So she's she's the one who bakes and sells to friends and also does a small market on the weekends, nice. I always love going to those different food markets. Um, I used to live in London and there was some really excellent ones, some really nice, um, one particularly good brownie station. And they did, um, I'm not vegan, but they did a vegan brownie and it was just extra kind of gooey and delicious. Um, so yeah, that sounds like fun. So plenty of things that we could be doing. All right, let's keep going. So which would you consider? There are more things that you could do. Um, We've talked about some different ideas, but which one would you consider out of this list? Would you start a YouTube channel or a blog um, and find ways to monetize it? Would you um, do Airbnb or rent apartments? Of course, you first need to own the real estate um, or have a way to purchase it. Um, Freelance work. So maybe you're a specialist. So someone who said they fix computers. That's an example of doing some freelance work, physical jobs. So doing cleaning, um, painting, all these different types of jobs that you can do on the side. Maybe you are a carpenter. And so you can go do some extra physical jobs. Or would you sell a product? So that could be a digital or a physical product. A digital product, like we said before, like a course, or like a PDF thing, or um, maybe a physical product, like some jewelry or T-shirts on Etsy. Ah, so Maya asked about the word gooey. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. So. Um, gooey is a way to explain like, um, when something is like very squishy and soft and liquidy. So it's a good way to explain food. Um, and it's spelled like this. If you want to look up the translation to your language, Maya gooey. So something else. Yeah. Gooey is usually something like when it's, yeah, kind of delicious and soft like a volcano cake, you know, the ones that are chocolate and then inside there's liquid, you could describe that as gooey. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, so mix of things here. What people would consider doing. Um, I think if I had, yeah, if I had some real estate, I would love to do the Airbnb or renting apartments out. Mm, and maybe some product, if I could figure it out. I would t- try to think about that. <laughs> okay, so now just a couple of questions to check your understanding. So permanent full-time jobs, so FTEs are part of the gig economy. True or false? Let me know. Um, And come tell me in the chat if this is, all kind of new vocab for you or if you've come across this vocabulary before i think probably these terms like sharing gig economy, economy might even be used like the english terms when you're talking about other languages because um it seems to happen a lot with tech like things related to technology i noticed